there's a YouTube video I really want to reference right now. And I don't do this a ton, right? I don't reference a lot of YouTube videos and things like that, but I want to reference this one. And I saw this back when I was in the military. I don't think I fully appreciated like how impactful this was going to be on especially what I'm doing now, uh, ever, to be honest with you. So there's a video about a man cleaning the cobra pit, right? And, and the one I'm talking about features comedian Maxim Bodie, and it's early on in his career, kind of him starting out on YouTube, and he's, like, just awed by the massive testicles that must be on this Filipino man cleaning a cobra pit. Because he doesn't care. Right? That's the real impressive part. This guy is wading through the cobra pit, grabbing cobras and tossing them aside, and seemingly fucking fearless. I'm impressed by it. I just watched it again before doing this because I knew I was going to reference it. It's kind of a dream come true situation to get to reference the man in the cobra pit on a podcast uh, and not have to stretch for it. So why are we talking about that? Well, look, this is the last lecture in, in our creative writing and fiction series. And now we've, well, what, Matt, we've done everything. You know, I, I learned how to do this. I learned how to put it all together. I, I learned all about the different components. What do I have left to do? Ship. Yep. The greatest, scariest, most brutal fucking part of the writing process. A part of the writing process so terrifying that we built a business around you not having to do it. I'm not kidding. A large part of the self-publishing industry takes its joy from the fact that shipping scares people. I get it. Scared the shit out of me when I was a playwright. Like you submit plays, and I mean, you don't even hear back sometimes. You don't even get the luxury of a rejection letter. You just know it didn't get produced and it's off somewhere. We spent all that time working on that thing, and we hate to hear that it's going to be rejected. But we know it has inherent value, so we decide to make it ourselves. Look, I have a blog. There's nothing wrong with making content yourselves as long as what you're making is is something that you can be proud of and stand behind and not just something to stroke your ego. Yeah, it's tough love time again. Like, stop stroking the ego. Stop guarding the ego. You wrote the thing. You wrote it for a purpose. You had a, miss a mission and a message that you wanted to get out, something you see in the world that ostensibly you thought other people should see. And you know what? They probably should. So ship it out, get it into the system, tear the Band-Aid off, and you know what you get to do next? Write the next one. And the next one after that. And the next one after that. In an era of content creators, I'm not talking about creating content. I'm talking about fucking writing. Right? I'm talking about what people have done for a really long time with humanity, and that's putting pen to paper and creating really great ideas. And if you've listened to an entire fiction writing series with me, then either you need some kind of motivation that maybe I'm delivering to you, although I don't know how, because, I, guys, I'm not a millionaire. I'm not a well-known novelist. I'm not. I'm a working writer. I'm a working Joe, just like anybody else. I'm not going to pretend to be anymore. That's for other people to do, to tell you how wonderful, successful, enlightened, amazing, awesome they are. I am fucked up. Okay? <laughs> like with that kind of emphasis on it but that doesn't mean you can't ship 
the reason you don't ship is, is twofold. One, you're scared. You're afraid they won't like it. That they'll beat you down. That they'll belittle you. They will. Uh, I'm going to tell you right now, they will. It doesn't make any difference. Right? They'll beat you down and they'll belittle you. Who cares? Guys, I hear coaches all day long talking about the great testaments of masculinity and how you have to be tough and you have to do this and be ready to defend and everything else. But they didn't enlist. I was in the military. They were never there with me. They had white-collar jobs and shit. Now talk like they're survivalist renegade rogues and super patriots who just never quite got around to serving their country. I'm not saying that to shit on them. I could do that in an entirely different format. I'm saying that to tell you other people's opinion doesn't matter. Yeah, it matters when it comes to the marketing. Sure, it matters when it comes to selling. It shouldn't matter with the creation of the work. Right? I was talking to a friend the other day about it. We talked about Laird Hamilton, the, the, the surfing champion, almost a surfing god at this point, and how he always used to win. And he didn't do it so much because of competition. He did it because he loved to surf. And when he was injured and couldn't surf, that almost killed him because he just loved to surf. Right? The greatest in the world at this just loved to surf. If you go back and look at the great writers, the really brilliant minds out there, they didn't do it for marketing. They didn't have a personal brand, all right? I mean, I guess Kurt Vonnegut's personal brand would be like vodka cigarettes and, and like talking in Iowa. I love him. He's a personal hero, but come on. Mustaches. Mustaches would definitely be an art of Vonnegut's personal brand. Right? They didn't fear. They just wrote because they loved to write. We're mutants, man. We're writers. Every good writer I know is somewhat of a mutant. And God, I'm two steps from being a total shut-in who hates people in general. We're all broke. <laughs> Move forward. Yes, words hurt. I'm not going to pretend they don't. Yes, bad criticism hurts. I'm not going to pretend it doesn't. I've had plays lambasted in reviews. Happens. You'll get over it. You'll write something else. Meanwhile, remember, that person that's critiquing you probably didn't create a damn thing. They get their jollies and their expertise off tearing down the thing you built. Sweet, huh? Whatever, man. Hold the Hemingway quote. Critics are men who watch a battle from a high place and then come down and shoot the survivors. It's what they are. Leave it at that. But that doesn't get you there, right? Like, okay, man, I still don't want to ship because what if someone takes my idea? Ah, there's the second part. We're afraid of someone taking their idea. Join the club. We are a long and distinguished group. I have had ideas ripped. I have had statements of mine repurposed by other content creators. I have watched the same things I've done echoed after I've done them. You know, maybe it's me. Maybe it's not. I don't know. I know for a fact I've had plays produced without my permission you know, like, guys, they're going to steal your shit. They are. They're going to. That's fine. Just accept it. It sucks, but they're going to do it. They don't respect that it took you the time to create it, so don't give them the time of day to worry about them. 
Don't let it stop you from putting stuff out there, right? Someone's always going to rip you off. I talk about, I know people who are super secretive about plots of novels and all. Meanwhile, I discuss mine pretty openly. Everyone's like, oh my God, that's so brave. You talk about your, your novel idea really openly. Yeah, because no one's going to write it as well as I would. So that's fine. Look, maybe that's ego. Maybe that's arrogance. I don't know, but that's legitimately how I feel. They're not going to write the idea like I did. If they take it at best, they're stealing an idea and trying to make it work. But they don't know what I know in my head. The characters aren't real to them. The story's not real. They don't have the same opinions, thoughts, experiences I do. They're not going to be able to do it. Stop worrying. Look, the hardest thing that you can do as a writer or an artist or, or a musician or anybody is to ship, right? And when I say ship, I mean get that final product and put it out. Put it out to the world for them to see. It's really tough. It's really difficult. I wrote a blog every day for 100 days. That was tough. It was hard to put that out into the world every day and face that. And no, not everybody liked it. I know a lot of people like to think they did. They didn't. I've got the emails. Trust me. I've got the public statements from people that I wasn't quite as good or dubious honors and all that bullshit. Look, shipping is scary. But you created it. And you created it with a purpose and a reason. So put it out into the world. Because it deserves to be out there. It's really simple. But it's really terrifying, I get it. And I'm not holding it against you that you're scared. I'm not. Look, we, we berate people for having feelings now. We talk all this super macho bullshit about how people are snowflakes and they're this and they're that. And it's a crock. It's an absolute crock. I guarantee you I can say something to offend everyone who talks about snowflakes and they're not a snowflake when that happens. You know, you look, your feelings getting hurt is legitimate. It, it is. I may be loud, I may be obnoxious, but... <laughs> I don't think that your feelings being hurt isn't valid. It is. I just don't think you should let it hold you back. I think you crafted a story that had reason and purpose. There's a point behind that story that you made. And I think it's a shame to let other people shut it down. And a lot of people do. And at times in my life, I have. Hell, even now I struggle writing my novel. True confession, even now I struggle writing my novel going, oh, what do they think of me? Oh, well, nothing. Oh, what if the people that influenced how I think about some of these characters figure it out? Okay. Guys, it's not like I'm telling my best friends they're pieces of shit. But I got legitimate criticisms of the world. And if you know me well enough, then you know what those are and nothing I say should surprise you. When you take the time to make something like this, you really dig into the creative process. Ideally, you're digging down for some core truth and you're putting some serious stuff of you on the page. And you've got to. You've got to be able to put that out there. 
look, this podcast could be more polished. Go listen to the back episodes. I had intro music. I got rid of intro music. I don't know what the hell I'm doing. Finally, I just decided to record my voice straight into a recorder, one take it, and edit it as I need to, maybe do a second take if I really need to. There's not a lot that goes into this. Because my point's not to be super polished. I don't do this to generate leads. If you like it, you like it. If you don't, you don't. I create. This is part of creating. Will it get better over time? Probably. Maybe not. Who knows? One day I may just stop doing it. It doesn't matter, right? I just create and I put it out and this is me shipping. Some people love it. Some people hate it. Some people don't give a damn. In fact, the vast majority of people don't care that this podcast happens. It doesn't stop me from shipping. It doesn't. And it's not going to. You wrote, now ship. You built it, now ship. You put in that time and that effort, now put it out into the world. If you're lucky, it'll get recognition. If you're not, it won't. And it really has nothing to do with you or anything else. It has to do with how much you think that message actually needs to get heard. All right? You got to be the man in the Cobra pit. You got to cast those cobras aside like you don't even care. You got to be that person. Now, the secret to that, though, is you don't have to give up your friends or your families or the people that love you. You know, the ones I told you make terrible critics. They do. They make horrible critics. They make phenomenal supports for you as a writer. And they'll keep you from losing your damn mind. Hold on to those things. Remember the people that are important and remember the people that don't mean anything to you. And don't give those people sudden authority because they said something bad about your play, about your story, about your novel. You wrote, now ship. You spent the time on it. Now put it out into the world and see where it lands. You never know. Hell, maybe you get berated your entire life as a writer. Every time I think about that, I always think about Van Gogh, right? The painter. I mean, everyone talks shit about Van Gogh, including Gauguin, the guy who was teaching him. Thanks, Teach. He was terrible. Oh, he's never going to make anything. You realize in a survey of artists, he's probably one of the, if not the most influential painter of all time. You don't know. And they don't either. You fought this far. Go ahead and finish it. You wrote. Now ship.